The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome, but wait, hold on. Now, welcome back. I almost caught myself there. Uh, now, welcoming you back. Welcome to Vinyl Diaries Live from Western New York PodCon Showcase. We are going digital. This is the second annual one we've done. Last year, we did it in person. And uh, due to COVID-19, we said, hey, can't do that. We got to do something different. Probably, uh, probably should do it digitally. And we're all sitting going, shit, yeah, that's a great idea. That, that would actually work perfectly. And because of it, it kind of made it easier and got us a lot of other uh, podcasters to be able to more, more easily say yes, more agree to it. I don't know what she would say. Anyway, guys, we have a heavy shows. Uh, we have a, we have a heavy, heavy day filled up with a lot of shows, a lot of podcasters, a lot of artists have been put in, have been putting in, a, have been putting in the time and effort to put out some great shows for today. Everyone did a special episode. I know some podcasts did regular shows, some did specials today, some just were like, hey, guess what? I'm going to pre-record and drop it as a premiere, which is okay because, you know, guess what? When you're done listening to me, go check out whatever show's watching next. Or if you don't want to want to listen to me, go check out another show that's premiering as well, uh, such as today, right now. Uh, it is the 716 Sports Podcast. They're currently playing on the same time slot. If you want to catch me on the replay, I totally understand. That is okay. Uh, just make sure you come back after watching theirs. You know, check me out tomorrow. It's okay. If not, you want to want to listen today, uh, I'm going to let you guys know. What we're doing today is the, uh, if I'm stuck on a deserted island, what are the five albums I am bringing with me? But before we get into that, let me let you know, who else is going on today? I'm just going to kind of sprinkle through the list of all the podcasts that are set up. If you want, head over to the Facebook page if you're not already watching this from there. Um, you can see the whole list of all the shows going through, and you see it in high detail. But I'm just going to read through the list of who else is uh, set to go on after the next couple hours. We have the two-point conversation, Section 6 WrestleCast, Potting Around Rochester, Seven Wings 6, Saber Spot Podcast, 2.30. You can also check me out with Chris and Anthony, Just Can't Stop. Me and Chris Chavez uh, going on at 2.30. It's a fun show. He's got something fun planned up, uh, planned for me. I'm excited to see what he's got, uh, got in store. If you don't want to listen to me and Chris, Amber has her show, Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, uh, going as well at 2.30. So that will be really fun. Uh, after her, there is the uh, other female, all-female podcast, Are We Doing This Right? the podcast going on at three o'clock as well as the fourth line wonders. Uh, you can check out silent your phones, panel discussion, history creeps, men's locker room, hats, tats, and stats podcast, eat, sleep list, hardly cafe podcast. Uh, there is going to be wrestling trivia with sleazy and the fat man, uh, Harley, uh, <clears throat> already said Harley cafe. <laughs> uh, they're going to be doing card openings with the podcast precinct as well as tip of the tip of the cap podcast, pop stew and the closed fist. Basically what I'm saying guys is that after you're done watching me, 
please share it. Please, please, please tune in, stick around if you can, at least try to see what else is going on. If you really can't, you have other obligations for the day. I get it. I understand. But I really would hope that you would check out the other shows. I mean, if you're watching me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Uh, it's awkward. It's a little hard doing a solo show. So we're going to see how this runs. And hopefully the other shows after me will be a lot better. I'm going to tell you guys, go check them out as well. So let's get into it. So as I said, I didn't want to think about an album review. I didn't want to think about a single spotlight. I was just thinking of if I stuck on a desert island, a deserted island with an imaginary source of electricity, how would I, uh, what would I listen to? Besides like, you know, nature, the wind, I'd probably end up making my own music somehow. They're finding and making a makeshift guitar or a lute or some instrument. But if I had electricity and I had a record player and I was only allowed five albums with me, what would I bring? And it really kind of made me think. Some of the albums were easy to put on and some of them were hard. I've actually talked about a couple of these, I'm pretty sure, on past episodes. But that's okay because I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. It, some albums I really love. And I'm sorry, I do talk about Ska a lot. Ska a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That Ska does make it onto this list. But I try to have a good range of this. I try to vary it up. And to kind of show how each album is on there, I have a little bit of a breakdown. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to give you guys the artist, maybe the album and the year it came out, a little bit of fact trivia there. I'm going to let you guys know what the standout track is on the album. Yes, I said that correctly. Track, not song. And then also I'm going to let you know why it's on the list for whatever reason, whether it be certain songs, whether it be emotional value, whether it just be because I want it on there. Uh, I'll let you guys know. So let's get into this. Uh, I'm stuck on a desert island. I'm allowed five albums. What am I bringing with me? So first up on this list, it, honestly, this was the last one to add to it. The other songs were all like no-brainers. This one was the last one to be added to it. And I'm a little surprised that I put it on last. It was one of those, like, I guess this would go on it. Then as I started looking through the songs, I'm like, no, this would definitely be on my list. Uh, I was trying really hard not to put any ska bands on here <laughs> for you guys. And unfortunately, not going to happen. Uh, my, the ska album for, the, for this is Rubik Fish's Turn Off the Radio. Uh, dropped on 1996, August 13, 13th. And I'm going to tell you, front to back, I love this album. I really do. Certain songs I don't prefer over others. Other songs I can listen to on repeat. Other songs I've learned. I've played with bands. I have uh, jammed out to them. I've watched them play a lot of these songs live. Some of my favorite music is on this album. Uh, this, this was the ska band. This was the ska album of like the mainstream, like the mainstream ska bands that hooked me. This is what was like, this is ska. This is what you should think of as ska. To the point where I did not like two-tone. And I didn't like reggae. And I didn't even like first wave like J the Jamaican ska. Because I was so like, this isn't real big fish. I'll be honest. Like the first, first month or so of me listening to ska, I didn't like ska. I, I liked real big fish. And I liked AKS, Bomino Killer Snowman, local ska band from uh, Weefield. I'll tell you, 
go check out the YouTube videos. They're really good. Uh, if they, if they have any on there still. And yeah, I'm a real big fish. Turn the radio off. It's one of my favorite albums. Uh, it has some great songs. Just specifically, my standout song, I want to say Sellout. But it's hard because She Has a Girlfriend Now is also incredibly good. I love how it actually even also has uh, Monica Powell from Save Ferris that I found them uh, years after listening to Rubik Fish, like, well, about a year or two after. I was like, oh, hey, you know, female-fronted ska band. She's cool. Uh, but I, I can't. I can't really stay. Unfortunately, on this album, I can't say there's one standout track. Uh, certain songs I... I'd say are a lot of them are their greatest hits. And that was one rule with this list is that there is no greatest hits album. Uh, this wasn't a bring your favorite artists and their best songs to the, to the island. Unfortunately, a lot of Real Big Fish's best songs, in my opinion, are on this album, such as Sellout, Trendy, She Has a Girlfriend Now, uh, Snoop Dogg Baby. Love it. Uh, 241, Beer. Everything sucks. X R uh, S S R suburban rhythm. Because we want to know why did Ed and Scott quit? Uh, All I want is more. Awesome. Alternative baby. Great song. Uh, listen, this album. If you want to know what is Scott and why does Anthony like it so much, go check it out. Uh, I, I recommend. If you're gonna listen to this album, or if you don't want to listen to the whole album, which you should, I'll say listen to. Listen to Beer. That's a good hit. It's one of their most popular songs, but it's not Sellout, which I do love, but I feel Sellout sometimes overshines Beer, especially in my personal opinion, and I'm trying to re-correct that. So listen to Beer. Next up on my list is, uh, it's not a Scott album. It's not a rock album. It's not an opera, country, classical, metal, hip-hop album. It's not a disco, funk, fusion, folk album. It's not an oldies but goodies. It's actually a spoken word album. Technically, actually, it's a comedy album. So words are spoken, and it's one album. So I'm bringing George Carlin's an Evening with Wally Lundo, released in 1975. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, standout track on this. Uh, just to get into it, it's, this is another one of them. This is an entire show. This is an entire show of just hit after hit of just jokes after jokes because that's why I'm, why, this is why I'm bringing this. I'm bringing this album because I want the laughs. Uh, the Real Big Fish was meant to help me pick me up when I was feeling down and I need a good dance. This one is going to be helping me bring the laughs because if I'm stuck on an island, I'm feeling down. I have nothing to listen to other than these five things. So what do I want? I want a good mix up. I want a good change up of not just always music. I need to hear people talk because I'm assuming I'm going to be stuck alone on the island. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, guys. I don't want to be stuck there alone. But if I am, I need to hear people talking. Uh, it's always the best when you find an album and there's a hidden track and it's just them kind of like the band shooting the shit. You're like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. 
Well, you get albums like that with comic with comedians, where it's just them talking, doing their stand up, just throwing jokes at the crowd. And that's what this is. I first found this because of my grandmother. This is when I first found a found out about George Carlin. He quickly became one of my favorite comedians. And he uh, <laughs> even cameoed in a couple of my favorite movies uh, from Kevin Smith. He uh, was in Dogma and uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Freaking great roles. I feel like he was in another one. Um, I can't go. I'm going blank on it right now. But I remember being a kid and listening to, I'd say, I'd say if anything, standout track on this, news, news, just because it, it just kicks off with the whole, like, talk about news, things going on in the world. I think I messed that up, but oh well. Um, but, like, the way he brings it in is just like, okay, here what you do. And it's just the, he has such wordplay and his writing and his jokes are so intricate and so intelligent, so finely crafted that I always thought growing up that you had to watch a comedian or you had to watch a comedy like Adam Sandler, Three Stooges. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, it was like a lot. Jim Carrey, um, Will Smith stuff. That was kind of the com comedy that I was exposed to. Uh, Tommy Boy or uh, Chris Farley, some stuff from SNL, which I didn't know that George Carlin was originally in SNL. Uh, I, I ended up finding that out as I became a fan of his. And when I was introduced to this album, it's through my grandmother. I remember we were hanging out. I was at her house one night and I was back when I was in middle school, sleeping over. And this giant dresser cabinet thing that she had in her living room. I, I never knew it was a record player. And one day she's like, you want to listen to a record? Or I, I think I remember seeing the 45, like the rack. I was like, oh, what are these? They're like records. And she goes, oh yeah, do you want to listen to them? And, and that moment on, we just took down the giant, we took down the giant creative LPs. Um, and my life changed right there. Like that moment right there changed just, that changed everything. And I think that's really important because this album kind of kickstarted a lot for me. It made me realize that Stand-up comedy, a lot harder and a lot more appreciation than I had given it. I, I gave it a lot more, uh, a lot more like, wow, this is funny. And you can just watch stand-up. You could just listen to stand-up because I started to, uh, whenever I fell down or whenever I'm feeling out of it and I just want to laugh, I put on George Carlin, put on uh, Dane Cook. I love his outrageous comedy, but like I put on a comedian. And make me laugh, and I kind of get out of this funk. So that's where I'm bringing. If I'm in an island, I'm stuck. I want to get out of a funk. I want to get a good a good break. This is it. This is a perfect album. Some of the favorite ones that the radio dial um, talks about the the comparison between baseball and football. It talks about names, the bodily functions. One of my favorite tracks on here is the uh, High on a Plane, which she's talking about. You know, you don't get in the plane. You don't get on the plane. Get in the plane. The uh, what is it? The the daredevils get on get on the plane. They stand, they stand on the plane, and stuff like that. I remember reading a kid going, "Oh wait, oh well, he's right. Oh, there's a joke too." And that like intricate, like very very smart, just witty, catch you off guard that makes you think about it. Um, that's what hooked me for this album, and that's why if you haven't listened to it, just put it on or find if you can find it on video i don't know if it's out there on youtube i'm sure it is if anything just go get you can google the album on youtube and it just the tracks i recommend listen to it if you haven't watched anything from george carlin 
please do so. His stand-up comedy is phenomenal. His SNL skits are great. Um, it's kind of, I know he used to do the news news as one of his bits. So it's kind of cool, you know. Uh, I, I end up finding him through the album first, and then it was that. So seeing the two, it's really fun. Third album on my list. So if I'm going to be stuck on an island, I need a big change up. I had some ska. I had some comedy. I'm a little bit different. We're going to change pace right now. And this album, sorry and sad to say that I didn't listen to it until this year. No, last year. It missed my radar. Actually, no, it didn't. I, I kind of didn't want to listen to it. Just more of the idea that Everyone talked about them so much, so much, so much, so much that part of me was like, I'm not listening to them. And then Chris got me to. And I'm talking about Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, released in September 1975. The iconic album with the, with the handshake, the one man's on fire in the studio lot. Uh, I, I, I'm, I don't know exactly, uh, I don't have the details specifically of where it was at, but the picture of it looks like almost like a movie studio iconic album and this album uh, it's phenomenal i love it and wasn't my first exposure to pink floyd my first uh time ever really listening to pink floyd i ended up seeing the machine uh back in high school i went to go see them at art park with my good friend will salisbury fortunately i didn't appreciate them then it, it, it saddens me to say that and just sucks but i remember um me and chris were talking and he goes you never really like listen to like pink floyd i'm like no he goes all right you, you got you got homework he had me listen to the wall and then uh after that i don't remember if he recommended wish you were here or i knew that wish you were here was a good one no correction it was uh have a cigar that's the one because chris plays had the song have a cigar phenomenally and it was one of those like, oh, I like that. I think that's kind of what was like, oh, I should probably listen to this album. And I remember driving back from Rochester, uh, visiting Amber's, I think was I, I think I was visiting her. She was house sitting or I was coming back from um, a concert that me and her father had went to, one of the two. Because uh, I, I, did, I did the one time I'd listened to the one album and the other time I listened to the other album. One was uh, Wish You Were Here and the other one was The Wall. But... Driving back, I put on Wish You Were Here about halfway back from Rochester, and I just finished it as I was pulling into the house. I actually took a little bit extra time and cruised around the neighborhood before getting home because I wanted to listen to the whole album. So I did. Like The first time fully listening to this was in the car, in a car ride to its entirety, no skips, and just loving it and enjoying it. It's a beautiful album. A lot of great, uh, a lot of good music coming out of it. Very iconic. Um, I mean, I mean the one. I mean the title song "Wish You Were Here." Everyone knows that. I knew this song. I knew that this was a Pink Floyd. I've heard this song. My cousin Adam used to play this at family parties all the time on guitar, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's a really hard, like hard-looking song to play on guitar." He's like, "No, it's not. Not that bad." And I remember after listening to this, I was like, "Fuck it, I want to learn how to play this." So I did. Figured it out. Forgot about it because I don't practice enough. Um, I'll say I, I love uh, Wish You Were Here. Welcome to the Machine. Oh, my God. I love that song. Uh, I think uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, 
moments in this album is though have a cigar and it's the line of uh the, the whole idea is that they got signed into a welcome machine they got welcome to the music empire welcome to this whole this is what it is this is what it's like to be a part of a big band now we're gonna push out albums we want to make money and and have a cigar the they uh the lyrics are reflecting at a time where they were doing an interview or and they were talking and they go well which one of you is pink meaning that they don't care about you they just want the money and the music and it just showed how much you know they weren't appreciated for possibly and that just kind of stuck with me and it, it's one of those lines that i like oh that one line was so good that i listened to it over and over the song just because i had to hear it again and again uh I don't know if I could do a standout track on this album. I really don't. Honestly, if you haven't listened to Pink Floyd, download this album, go out and buy it. I actually went out and bought this on vinyl. I don't know if it's home or if it's at the office. Maybe at the studio. I think it's one of a few albums. I was like, no, 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 this has got to be at the studio. Whether or not we have a record player there, it's going to be there. Um, but go find this. Whether YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, download it, listen to it, enjoy it. Don't break the tracks just start at track one finish at one it uh kicks off with shine on you crazy diamond and ends with it phenomenal songs uh if i'm stuck on an island i want some good musicianship and that's where this is coming from this is the uh i got the sky i got the fun little like ooh, this is what i like i got the comedian i got the talking to kind of break it up this is the artist this is the musicianship the wicked leads the synth the deep lyrics um the emotion and this is an this is a top five album regardless if i'm stuck on an island that's really how i see this album and that's kind of where we're going to be moving on for the rest of this list because the next two uh to kick this to, to finish this off are two of my favorite albums really like i could listen to i could listen to any of these albums any day anytime probably not have to skip any of the songs maybe some of the songs on uh turn the radio off i may jump through because there's a lot and just when you have enough horns it just gets loud in your ears especially for me like i love ska but enough <laughs> I, I even i understand i gotta take a break and uh this next one is actually from the band bailey who uh, their album Daydreams is my second one, uh, released from Law Records on 2001. And listen, I can't brag about this album, can't brag about this band any more than I already have. All I can say is listen to it. Some of my favorite, some of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs. Um, this album was so important to me. It got me through a hard breakup kind of opened my eyes to acknowledge a breakup in the process and to kind of realize like, hey, she's fucking around on you. The song kind of like literally was speaking to me and it was so hard, like so emotionally that it just was like, nope, this is, the, I took on and was like, this is my album. I am bringing, this is my, these are my anthems for my post high school just before I went into college. And I mean, even from the beginning, from Evil Penguin, Last Night, Diamonds, Say I'm Wrong, Walk Away, Sandcastles, If You Gotta Go, Meathead Bootleggers, Antisocial, and The Getaway. Uh, this is a start to finish, I will hit play, uh, go mow the lawn, and just listen to it and repeat until I'm done mowing the lawn. I'll sing the entire time. And I apologize for all my neighbors that can hear me singing. Sorry, but 
not sorry. Uh, I love Ballyhoo, and you guys should all listen to it too. Um, I mean, I'm just going to share it as much. If I'm on an island, I, I really chose this one because um, not only does it have a nice story to it, and, and that's really kind of how I see it. It's more of those – I don't see it as a full-on concept album that it tells a distinct story of like a, like in a narrative – but each track follows up the process of almost like the grieving, the process of, processes of like you're breaking up or you're, you, you meet the girl, she, you, you fall in love, you start to realize it's going to, she, she may not be at all. She's cheating on you. You go through the breakup, you go through the anger, you go through the grieving process and you're going to be okay at the end. It has a nice complete circle and a full tale, a full story. And that's why I'm choosing this for my album. Apart from loving it, this is one of those all the songs are similar but different enough because it has <clears throat> sorry guys it has that reggae type influence but then there also has those ska beats but then it also has that punk rock which i didn't really choose for this album i didn't choose for this list at all i don't have no punk i don't have no green day surprise i'm i'm blown away i didn't put green day on this album i know i'm gonna get hated on for that i only imagine what everyone else is gonna be saying on what i didn't put on this list but uh bailey who daydreams number two on my list if i'm stuck on a deserted island what am i bringing uh, this, this one of the albums i actually remember that uh, i was waiting forever for this to drop on vinyl and it just dropped on vinyl last um oh my gosh it was last september and instantly the minute i dropped bought it couldn't wait for it. I was so excited. The album art itself is beautiful. The vinyl, it's beautiful. This is a great album, start to finish. And if I'm stuck on an island, I want to hear a story. I want to hear something to make me feel good. This is kind of like my chick flick or the, my, good, my feel good movie at the end of it. This is what I'm watching. This is what I'm listening to on uh, record. Uh, I mean, uh, hell, if I'm going to go to a deserted island, I'm bringing this vinyl with me. I'm going on vacation, guys. I'm bringing this. If I'm going on a plane, I'm bringing this. Just God forbid, just in case I get deserted on an island, I have it with me. I'll find a fucking way to listen to it if I don't have a record player. <laughs> um, but with that, that leads us up to our last album. If uh, Vinyl Divers, we were stuck on an island, what five albums will we bring with us? And once again, as I said, this is uh, there's no this is not a greatest albums list. Unfortunately, some of the songs, some of the albums I have chose, I do feel are some of the band's greatest songs, though. So, kind of fits for me. And the last album is one that is dear, near and dear to me. One that was one of the first albums that I was like, I love this album. I love this band. And I am in. You hooked me. This is it. And this is Love Gun by Kiss. Dropping in 1977. Casablanca Records. Uh, the album art alone. I remember just being like, oh. It was like almost like a co like comic. Like It was like drawn. It was like almost like. The only thing I loved about Kiss albums. Are some of the earlier ones. They all had like this. Like poses. And they all had like this. There was a design theme to them where it wasn't just like a picture of a face or like shadowed or like pictures. It was like drawn, like hand-drawn. I love it. Uh, this album, Up and Down, some of my favorite songs are on it. Uh, Love Gun, one of the first songs that when I started playing electric guitar, I learned it. I learned it. Learned the solo. Used to jam out. I used to be able to do the, every bit to this song. This was my standard. I knew it. I... 
this song, that song, Love Gun, made me so much want to sing more, sing in a band. I wanted to be Paul Stanley. I love his voice, and Love Gun is great. Um, apart from uh, Love Gun is I Stole Your Love. Again, Paul Stanley. Love that song. Christine 16. Gene Simmons. Ah, this was a, this was a little bit of a, of a late hit for me. But that whole, Christine 16. That whole just like, it's chugging. Can't live without, can't live with her. Can't live without her. Uh, fucking awesome. Like Gene's voice just, he hooks you and you can just hear. It's got like that. That Dickie Barrett, that voice going, I love it. Uh, I'll say one of the one of my one of my other favorite songs on this album. This this one is a sleeper on me. Is that I didn't get to really liking this until I started doing the Kiss Lip Sync Band um, back when I was in the end of high school, early beginning college. I used to play the part for Ace Freely on Halloween night. We used to dress up, do a lip sync concert. Uh, I knew a lot of Kiss back then, so I actually used to play part of the parts. We never plugged in, but one of my favorite parts is that I did a solo, and I got to do Shock Me, where we used to get up and put the tube in my arm. We used to have like a, uh, a fog machine playing, and we'd make it look like a guitar was getting set on fire, and I'd have the, the, the makeup. We'd be all dressed up in costumes, and because of that, I used to have to actually like learn the song Shock Me because I had to like lip sync it, or lip sync it, lip sync, lip sync, sync it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, Shock Me. Love it. Guys, this, this, this album, up and down from Love Gun, Hooligan, Plaster Caster, and then even, then she kissed me, which is out of nowhere. Completely different, which, I mean, growing up, it was like, wait, what? I Like, this isn't Kiss, which it isn't. It's a cover that was originally uh, released as a single on Philly's record, and it was produced uh, or it was by the the Crystals. But even then, it was one of those like, "Oh, this isn't rock, rock." But I like Kiss, and I like all the other songs in this album. So, yeah, I I, I do like this album. It was a nice like fresher. I mean, it's nice that it's the last track, uh, track ten. So this was nice. It's five five on each side, front and back, and this is a nice way to finish up. You know, you go through heavy, heavy rock, and then just kind of like by the end, you're just like, ooh, nice cover. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the Western New York PodCon Showcase brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Please, please, please stay tuned. Stay, stay watching. Check out all the other great shows. Uh, as I said before, when I am done... Going on next is the wrestling show with Sleazy and Fat Man at 11.30. After him at 12 is the two-point conversation as well as processing the process with crafting and drafting um, going on at 12 o'clock and then moving past that. just We have a whole line of shows going all the way up until 7.30 tonight. We have a full-on set today. Please, please share 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 and don't forget to share as i said guys please let everyone know about this uh get everyone else in on this you know why wouldn't you want to share about your local western new york podcasters we are here doing what we love we are trying to make this into something great and it really is we're we're doing it as you're seeing we have a full-on lineup it's like 30 something podcasters working together getting videos out producing 
posting and just putting it out there for everyone to listen to. We're not charging anything. We're not charging any admission. All we're asking is for you guys to check out, watch, and enjoy the show. So guys, thank you so much. That has been the first live episode of Vinyl Divers. Uh, I like doing this. This is a great time. We may have to revisit this island. Uh, maybe I'll get a guest on next time. But till then, keep diving, guys.